Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Shenanigans with me, the FedEx Kid. So if you're brand new to this podcast, I like to do intros and updates just in case anyone is new. I don't want you guys listening to the old crap that's gone. Basically, I just talk about me, myself, and my life. Not very interesting, but I don't know, perhaps... You want to listen to me, so yeah, that's what we're doing. Today's episode is going to be kind of long because I won't have an episode up for you guys tomorrow because I don't want to wait until like 4pm to record because I have stuff to do. But I'm really excited that the weekend is over and I get to talk to you guys again. It'd be really cool if you guys could give me some sort of feedback because at the moment it just feels like I'm talking to myself. And that is fine, but I also want to, like, interact with people. I know, right? Shocking. Today we're going to be talking about young men, you know, awful people. We're going to talk about uh, your current place of employment. Well, mine, yours, really, I don't know. And we're going to talk about church. So, and also random stuff because this is how it is. When I give you guys the topics, it's just so you guys know what you're in for. Like, um, what are you going to even talk about? This is it. Like, the last time I said we're going to talk about hot dogs, literally, I talked about hot dogs. I'm not playing with your emotions. I say what I'm going to do. I'm, like, direct, okay, whatever. That's just what it is. By the way, I got some updates on a guy I used to have a crush on. Bad. It's a good thing I didn't go down that road. Although... No, okay, never mind. Also, the other day, like, I dressed up for no fucking reason. I thought I was gonna see somebody, like, you know, like, cute or whatever, but never saw anybody. Alright, let's talk about boys. Boys, boys, boys. Hey, did you guys know I'm 23? I don't date boys, I date men. The last time that I even attempted dating... What was I, like, 17 or 16 or something? I still talk to the guys. Matter of fact, he might be listening to my podcast. We're acquaintances now. We're cool. Alright? And, um, what? Oh, yeah, I gave up on the dating. You guys know that. I just, ew, gross. Uh-uh. And I thought about it every which way. It's not happening at all. Alright? But, that's the thing. Like, if I do date, I'm gonna be dating men now. Like, men with like the beard and like the face and the hair and the seriousness men you guys no young men and by the way you know because now that i'm older i can look back at young people and when i see 18 year olds i think that's a kid right there he's a kid and i didn't used to think that way because i was 17 i was like yeah we're like 17 or whatever not anymore I was looking at my nephews, grown-ass kids, tall as fuck, look like, you know, young men, obviously, but, like, have, like, body proportions of, like, men, like, six feet tall, still walking around acting like dumbasses. It just pains me. Young men are, like, oh, I don't know, just so wrong it makes sense that dating doesn't work out for people that are dating around 17 because you're dating dumbasses i have yet to meet a 17 year old where i'm like 
oh, this guy, he, he's smart. Like, I just don't get cougars at this point because I don't look at a 17 or 18-year-old and think, boy, I could really have a relationship or conversation with this person. But by the way, the cougars are not going that way. They're, they're nasty, right? All right. So we're going to, like, process this, and then I'm going to keep on talking. I have to upload it. That's what I mean by process it. It it does like intervals of like five minutes. So this episode would probably be like 15 minutes long. By the way, for a second, let's just talk about what I just said about older women taking advantage of young men. It is happening. It is real. If you have kids, just go ahead and warn them because women are also perpetrators of, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Let's keep it real, okay? See something, say something. No, but seriously, I think it's very wrong. I keep seeing stories, and a lot of people, I don't know, there's still that select few that are like, oh, he got lucky. No, he didn't. He didn't get lucky. That man, that, that woman took advantage of that boy, all right? Let's move, let's move on from this. Let's talk about something even worse, my hair. I've been getting a lot of comments. Usually, I don't get comments on my hair at all. This is very strange for me. Strange. <laughs> I've been asked a couple of times, literally twice, why I dyed my hair orange, and I'm like, what do you mean? Why did I dye my hair orange? Why do people dye their hair orange? I want it changed. I guess our question is, I don't get why you would do that, but that's not really a question. That's more of a statement. You could literally say that. I don't get why you would do that. I also got the comment of, where is that the color that you want it? Uh, I don't know, man. I grabbed hair dye that was straight up orange. It is called something blaze, orange blaze from the Adore Me, Adore hair dye. The, the one you get from your beauty salon in the hood or whatever. That's the one I used and I mixed it with whatever Clairol. It was like, I can't even pronounce the word. Uh, I have some bottles of the other one left so I can maybe make this darker. But yes, it was supposed to look straight up orange. It was supposed to fade into a copper. I don't know. Alright, alright, alright. So I don't know what's, like, shorter to talk about. A career? Oh, yeah, I was like, I'm on my Haley Williams shit, okay? Yes, my hair is orange. It just looks weird on me, I guess, because I'm so, like, a weird color. Like, Haley Williams is, you know, light. She has a light complexion. I have sort of, like, an olivey, weird, kind of orange, peachy. Exactly, it doesn't even make sense. All right, moving on to a job, not a career. I want to talk about my current source of employment. I, I don't know. I've been thinking about it, you guys. So, um, I am I proud of working where I work? Um, that is a question because I have posted pictures during my breaks where I'm like, oh, I'm doing price changes or um, I'm doing this or doing that. I heard exactly, you know, I don't, I'm not one of those people that are like, Oh, I'm like, you know, I don't know how to say this without like saying something negative, but I'm not generally like super perky about things. I'm, that was my question. Like, am I happy to be here? Am I okay to be here? Because you can say things like, oh, I'm tired or like, oh, I was like 
a busy shift or whatever, but how do you feel about working there? How do you feel about being an employee of this company? And I feel that with the place that this company is at, I feel like, like, I wouldn't necessarily say proud to work there, but yeah, okay, I, I don't feel ashamed of working there. I think it's a good place to work. The only thing that's not working out for me is that maybe I'm just like, if there's a pyramid, I'm definitely at the bottom. I'm the little worker. That's that's what I am. And And I feel like in order to not feel this way, to feel like I'm doing something good for this world, something productive, like, I think I need, you know, like, a career. And by career, I don't mean one where I'm making bank. I mean one where I'm helping people because that's what I like to do. Like, if you put me in a position where I can help people, I think that's the perfect place for me to be. And it's very different helping people pick out a shirt or, like, you know, like, going and doing stuff that directly affects someone's life and in a, in a positive way. So those are like things that I think about. Like, what is my purpose in life? Like, I didn't have those questions when I was younger and a lot of people did. So I'm just barely getting on that train. But I think it's a very like good conversation that I'm having with myself and that maybe you should have for yourself. Like, are you happy where you're at and what you're doing? Okay. I forgot to apologize for the crying baby. Like, if you heard a crying baby, you're not crazy. There was a baby and it was crying. All right, moving on. So the last thing on my little agenda, little to-do list, little thing that I use is we're going to talk about church. I recorded an entire video when I was, like, 1920 talking about church and my experience going to church. And I've always wanted to talk about this, but at the same time, I don't want to disappoint, like, you know, church people and stuff like that, because I have definitely separated from, you know, the faith that I had when I was at church. It's a different kind of faith. And the other day I was told, I told you guys on Snapchat, I was like, hey, I got my faith back. I totally did. There was something in my life missing, spiritual wise or whatever. And I feel like I got it back. I, I never thought. I still, before I continue to talk about church, I want to tell you guys what made me think about church again. So there is this, uh, the, I think she's the founder. Oh, yeah. The founder of Latina Rebels, Prisca Torcas Mojica Rodriguez. Or you could just call her Priscilla, apparently. She's the founder of Latina Rebels, a Nicaraguan writer. Um, yes. Uh, she has, I think, a master's or something. Studied liberative ethics at Vanderbilt Divinity University. But educated brown woman, basically. And she talked about growing up highly Christian. And the title, it just got me. It says, I grew up in the church and it almost... And no, I said it so wrong. I'm so sorry you screwed up this title. It's perfect. I grew up in the church and I almost drowned in it. So she did exactly what I wanted to do. Talk about my experience growing up religious and whatnot. Let me backtrack to my place in religion. I don't think I could get through this in three minutes. Oh my god. So I was baptized Catholic. Uh, my mom moved away sort of from Catholicism because we moved away from Mexico. And over here, it's kind of different. 
you know, you don't, I don't know, whatever. So I never did anything past that. Um, then there was these Christian people that came to our house and they came here kind of by accident and it was kind of sort of meant to be. And so I think they're non-denominational Pentecostal and I went there for 10 to 15 years. I don't remember. I stopped going when I was, uh, what was it? I think it was exactly when I turned 18 that I stopped going because I needed a break. I said, I need to figure out if this is exactly what I want to do with my life. And it's going to take more than five minutes. So just be forewarned that this is going to take another like seven minutes for this podcast to be over. So it'll be 20 minutes long. Um, and what? Right. Uh, I never took the... I started the membership classes. I never got baptized, but I was there for a long time, you know. Sunday, whatever, Friday night, SOL, I was there. You know, I, I did I did the summer camp crap. I did the retreat. I I was there. I was... And, and even if it was not for, like, the social aspect that a lot of kids were there for, I was there for God because I wanted to find my relationship with God and it was important to me so so I said uh, I never really have a chance to be myself outside of this and for some people it's like you know question they're questioning this about me I don't know why so I took a break from church and I said, well, is this really want to do what I want to do? And I never really realized what situation I was in until I got out. And this is what I'm going to talk to you guys about. There was so many things about me that were different when I was in church. And church really shapes you. And to this day, I still have a lot of things. I still pray. I don't know to who, but I still pray. But... Okay, I just need a second to collect my thoughts. It's been like four minutes. I don't even know how to get like tired of talking. Like I was saying, if I can give you a couple of examples, um, LGBT rights, also known as just equal rights for everyone, you know. Um, when back when they decided to make marriage gay marriage uh i guess not legal or something what we got all we all got pamphlets that said vote whatever the point was we were supposed to vote against gay marriage now they would tell us like you know gay people are just like everybody else you love them you respect them but you know don't vote for their right to get married and it's kind of hypocritical because at the end of the day marriage by law is just a merge of like financial things so really why would you want to take that from somebody because we already know how like insurance works and if these two people couldn't get married back in the day before it was you know gay marriage everywhere it was really tough for people um as far as their legal rights over their spouse or whatever we were supposed to vote against that. Now, we're good, kind, Christian people, but we don't want you to get married. That was what was going on. Another thing, um, I've mostly identified as... D- d- I, can't, I can't pronounce that word. This, this is the biggest word I have a problem with. Democrat, right? 
that's mostly how I identify because I'm, you know, from California and most of my teachers were Democrats and even if they didn't say it, that's what they did and that's my mindset. Well, in church, it's like you got to vote for the people that have your values. Those people tend to be the conservatives, the Republicans. Yeah, cool. I mean, now I sort of like... A lot of people have misconceptions about conservatives. Like, for example, there are, like, gay conservatives. I don't really know much about it, but these specific conservatives believe in less government, which means you shouldn't, as a government, have the right to tell me if I can get married or not. So they also are for, like, gay rights, if you know what I mean. And, the like, another thing that, like, church did to me, I would stop talking to people because I just thought they weren't good for me um which at the end of the day this was not always a bad thing and I guess it's a really nice transition into the positive things about church I wish uh, there was a way that you could tell people that religion and psychology can coexist if I would have gotten yes we were talking about coexisting religion and sort of like psychology and all that. Yes, you can go to church and God heals everything, but also seeing a therapist is perfectly fine. Taking medication is perfectly fine if you need it. Those are the type of advice I would have really benefited from as a teenager instead of just fully dropping myself into that. And honestly, my values such as like politics mostly just don't align with church anymore but I still have a lot of like the values and I don't regret growing up in church because I wasn't emerged as much as Prisca was where she was going you know four days a week all day on Sunday that wasn't me I was just there often enough to like you know wake up praying and go to sleep praying and you know all day praying and reading the Bible and all that. And, um, yeah, I still have a lot of my church values. And like her, they're still, you know, here. So this is all I've ever really kind of wanted to say about church. It was maybe everywhere. But since she decided to write about it, and I'm like just a straight up copycatter in the sense. But I did give her credit. Thanks for reminding me of this idea that I had that you explained better than me and all that. <laughs> so definitely check out her article if you're not following Latina Rebels. Go ahead and do that right now. This is a woman that I don't personally know, but I do look up to. It's because, you know, we all want to see brown girls winning and stuff. And hopefully I didn't offend anyone and sorry again about the crying. And I'll see you guys on Thursday because that's the day I'm recording. If not, I don't know, man. Leave me some topics in my... And on his inbox if you can.